Live from the Hollywood Museum, it's the Nighttime Show. Holy Hollywood history, it's a Batman 66 retrospective. I'm Mike Black, the voice of the Nighttime Show. With me as always, our head writer and boy wonder himself, Matt Walker. Our delightful host, who plans all his meals, same fat time, same fat channel, Stephen Kramer Glickman, and a cavalcade of incredible guests from the series. Later, we'll be joined by scintillating writer Mike Glazer. And now, buckle your bat safety belts, it's time for the Nighttime Show! And now, our very special guest, the boy wonder himself, and the best friend to man's best friend, Mr. Burt Ward. Oh, yes, we gotcha. Hello, citizens. (laughs) (laughs) This is so awesome. It is such an honor to have you. I know, you know, we've uh, we're all big uh, Batman fans and uh, big fans of the TV show and and of the movie. And you know, we uh, we've wanted to have you on the show for quite some time. And this is so exciting. And it's the perfect situation. I mean, like the. The Batman 66 retrospective at the Hollywood Museum. We're surrounded by props and pieces and vehicles and all sorts of cool stuff from your show. That's this is insane. This has got to this has got to feel pretty crazy. You know, it is really amazing when you can go back in time and and see the very things that you used every single day. Right. The bad mm-hmm. computers, the costumes, the vehicles, uh, the paraphernalia, uh, and the detail that they have done here at the Hollywood Museum is just phenomenal. It's just first class all the way, and there's so much to see. I mean, you could just spend hours looking at all these individual pieces. Every one has been collected by a professional collector, uh, and then they have categorized these things. I mean, everything is very precise. Things that that I might not remember that, you know, (laughs) refresh my memory because it's like, wow, I didn't realize that. And I mean, for example, Roddy McDowell was the bookworm on Batman. Yeah. And right behind you is Roddy McDowell's bathroom that he lived in <laughs> right there. Wow. That he used the with oh stories, bat- things that he did when he was on Batman, that he made little things about Batman. All of this stuff. His entire, all of the photos that he took, he was a photographer. I mean, the detail that the people have gone to. I mean, it's I, pretty I'm extraordinary. Just, it is, un- yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, yeah if like, you're in the LA area, you have to come by and see yeah, it. I think it, it doesn't matter amazing. if you're in the LA area. Yeah. Yeah, I've talked to people in New York in. that have gotten oh, on a true. plane and they're out here tonight and the once comes friday on the 12th which is exactly 52 years from the date we we uh, you mm-hmm. know started our show which uh, then was a tuesday night of course this friday will be a friday night but january 12th 1966 and here we are january 12th 2018 Un- 52 years and all of this stuff is preserved yeah, yeah and you know i'll tell you one more thing yeah, the please. costumes that these are the actual costumes worn by Frank Gorshin, um, mm-hmm. by uh, Cesar Romero, uh, Julie Newmar, Leanne Merriweather, uh, you know Burgess Meredith, Vincent Price who played Egghead, yeah. Joan Collins who played the Siren. But what they've done, which is really cool, is that not only do they have the real costumes, but next to them, they have recreated, I would say, duplicates that have the sheen and the color 
of what it looked exactly like on the day we filmed. Oh, so yeah. here you have oh, the real God. thing, mm-hmm. and then next to it you have a recreation so that you can see that's how it looked. That's what it looked like back then. That's how yeah. it looked. Yeah. And like props, like weird props too. Like everyone knows shark repellent. Oh, yeah. You got to have your anti-shark off bed yeah, spray. Yeah, but like <laughs> manta, there's also manta, manta ray repellent exactly. and whale repellent and yes, all sorts of other right. stuff that like, I, I mean, you know, it crazy. And our, the ocean our, was a dangerous place for Batman. <laughs> yeah. And our bat shield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Batman would pull out this giant five foot tall bat shield out of a four inch high utility belt <laughs> figure that one out <laughs> my god i love that you know as uh, one of the ones i saw was the bat copter propeller is yes. over there one of the oh, propellers yeah. oh, wow. is over there oh yeah which is so cool like what a, what, what a, do you know the actual bat copter is now in florida i know eugene is the guy that owns the bat copter he's a professional uh, pilot he oh, flies wow. the bat copter around no oh, way yeah. to this day yes still to he this should day. fly it here land it on the roof and come on down yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly but he's got the propeller here so he can't do much flying <laughs> yeah. until he gets that <laughs> propeller gets back, back. Yeah. that is absolutely hysterical um well they have the batmobile itself and oh, the yeah. bat cycle yes mm-hmm. exactly parked up here uh the joker surfboard oh my god which oh, is worth the trip details. right there oh absolutely you know? such it, a it's trip. very cool such and they trip. have the appropriate footage playing right next to where you see the costumes. Yes. So whether it's costumes or the Batmobile, in other words, what they've done is they've done a tremendous editing job to, you know, emphasize that portion of the display that you're watching. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah, you know, and I really mean I just I spent a half an hour just on one cabinet looking at the detail and the preservation of this stuff that, you know, I mean I don't know how they kept it in such great shape, but it's beautiful. It's it really is. It's really, really incredible. Uh, now we want to talk about you and your career. Yes. Uh, let's start from the beginning. Where where did you grow up? I grew up in the uh, slums of Beverly Hills. Did you really? <laughs> yes, those are the uh, $300,000 houses north of Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a great struggle to get yes. in. Yeah, well, I went to Beverly Hills schools. I went to Hawthorne Elementary School. I went mm-hmm. to Beverly High. A lot of, wow. a lot of actors, their kids, uh, and you know, have gone to Beverly High, directors, producers, kids. And then I went to UCSB, University of California, Santa Barbara, oh, one yeah. semester, and then came back to UCLA. Then I was in my third year uh, at UCLA, and my the dean of my uni- of the university wanted me to be a nuclear physicist mm-hmm. because I topped placed in the top three percent of the country in math and science on the college level. And then when I got the part of Robin, she like begged me not to, you know, not to leave. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, but I, I figured I'd rather be out climbing so walls than uh, We could have cold out. fusion if it wasn't exactly. for Batman. Oh, man. <laughs> that could have happened. Uh, what uh, what drew you into acting and stuff? Well, I, I, I grew up in the shadow of the industry. I always, I, th- I wanted to be an actor. I kind of, as a kid, which is, you know, s- sometimes I believe thoughts are things. When I was three years old, I had a tricycle, and mm-hmm. I wanted to be Superboy. Now, where I lived... They didn't have Batman comics. They had Superman and Superboy comics. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be Superboy. So my mother has photos of me riding around in my tricycle with a bath towel uh, around my (laughs) neck, held together with a clothespin. And all I thought about, I just, every day, I want to be Superboy. I want to be Super. And you know, I got to tell you, I really believe thoughts are things. I believe you can really attract things to you if you focus. I mean, after all, we are electrical, you know? All you have to do is walk over, drag your feet on a carpet and touch something, you feel the shock. We mm-hmm. carry electricity. So I, I, I just believe that, and I, I, I 
spent quite a bit of my growing up years dwelling on that. And then here, out of the blue, the very first thing I try out for, oh okay, and, and there there was a little bit of competition. There was 1,100 young guys that were <laughs> oh, interviewed for the role. Yeah. So wow. I thought it was a little bit of competition. But when they selected me to play the role of Robin, the executive producer, William Dozier, came to me and said, you know, Bert, we've interviewed 1,100 young guys, and we have decided unanimously to select you to play the role. Would you like to know why? And I said, yes, sir, I would like to know why. He says, because in our mind, forgetting television, forget completely forget television, if there really was a Robin, I mean, for the real thing, we think you personally would be it. So we don't want you to, quote, act. We just want you to be Burt Ward yourself and we want you to be enthusiastic. And that's what I did for 120 episodes. I never had a complaint. <laughs> Nobody great. ever yeah. said this or that. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, Isn't because the, the, there was a very lot of complication in our show, there was a double crew, 80 men on the crew. Mm-hmm. There's so many special effects that usually we never even got a comment from the director about what we did other than to say, okay, well, in this scene, you're supposed to be sitting in the Batmobile or this scene, you're over at the Bat computer. But the things we did, for example, me jumping over the door into the Batmobile or jumping over the door coming out of the Batmobile or standing on the wings of the Batmobile, which I later found out George Barris, who built the Batmobile, was having near cardiac arrest. <laughs> Every time oh I walked God. up and down on my Bat boots on, on that custom-built fins, But all of that was stuff that I did, hitting my fist into my palm that everybody says, oh, yeah, where'd you get that idea? (laughs) It it just, I was left to do what we felt. And Adam and I took a chance and did what we felt, just whatever we felt. And it was so real because it was organic and natural that, and and the fact that Adam and I had a very special chemistry. I've got to tell you something. Mm -hmm. It, it, what was the age difference between uh, you guys? 17 years. Wow. When I was 20, he was 37. But I'll tell you something about uh, about comic duos. All the most successful comic duos in history have had great contrast. Mm-hmm. In other words, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Uh, Ed McMahon, Johnny Carson. Burns and Allen. Yeah, Burns and Allen. Yeah. And in the case of Adam and I, Adam was this wonderful... Stoic is the only word I can say. Yeah. He thought of himself like Winston Churchill. Yeah. Fact, sure. He told me one time that he really understood what it was like to play Batman when he watched Charlton Heston play Moses in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> wow. Oh, I mean, my he really God. Understood. Yeah. Wow, and, and 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 me is like, oh come on, Adam. You know, I mean, <laughs> right, me, right. You know, I was just the opposite, fast talking, highly energetic, always yeah. like you know, exploding with energy, and he was always trying to calm me down. Oh, and it so made funny. for great natural a relationship that really worked. It really, really worked. Well, wow. and, and plus, Adam has yeah. got a Adam had a, a certain um, sensitivity to comedy that was very unique. Yeah. In fact, I remember one of the executive producers at Filmation, where we did uh, a, an animated series uh, for Filmation with a character called Batmite. But the the vice president of that animation studio came to me one time. He says, "You know, Adam is very, very different." He says, "This is the only man that I have ever met in my entire life that everything he says has a sexual connotation." <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. He, wow. he for example. 
we'd be signing autographs and and at an appearance okay and you know you get all ages of people coming up so let's say you got a couple of teenage girls that come up and they say hello batman and this and that they're all excited and batman says my my ear in my cowl scratch itches. Can you please scratch my ear? And so they scratch the towel, and yeah. he goes, oh, you know, as though he enjoys it. He says, you know, he says, meeting you, you know, he says, is an amazing event. He says, I have to tell you, I'm beginning to feel strange stirrings in my utility bill. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes, it's exactly. And I'm dying going under the table. you got to get the microphone away from him. You can't let him have it too long because he gets harder and harder and harder. Wow. But it was, and it's so unpredictable that nobody knew how to deal with him. Oh, my God. No, I That's mean, the incredible. directors, you, you thought you were in control until he got loose. I mean, <laughs> the two of us would have a, do, a, a, you know, a two-shot where we're supposed to both be in and all of a sudden Adam would turn to the camera and walk into the camera completely obliterating me and have the camera on him and talk <laughs> very slow <laughs> you see his theory of television making was you have a 30 minute show 8 minutes of commercials 22 minutes of programming mm-hmm. now if he talked very, very slow, he would have that camera on him a lot longer. So what wow. he would do, he would talk very slow. Yes, Robin. And if I, if I had a line like, gosh, you're right, Batman, I'd say, gosh, yes, Robin. In other words, he would stop all over my line, even though I was saying it fast, so he could get back and talk very slowly into the camera. He's a very smart guy. That is absolutely A lot of dramatic pauses, too. Oh, yes, exactly. You know, he knew that that camera, the longer it's on him, the less it is on everybody else. Very smart. Now, there's a a piece of Batman trivia about your character that I just read. Uh Uh, Do you know how many times you said holy something on the entire series? Uh, You know, I've counted them a couple of times. Every time I count, it seems to come up with a different number. (laughs) But I I think it's right at about 380. Yeah, they say 378 is what I read on the internet. About 380. That's three per hour. Yeah, and then when you you count the Batman movie I did, that put Mm -hmm. it over 400. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah, it was a lot of this. And, And for the most part, they were written, but... I had was given the freedom that if I didn't think something fit the character, you know, that I could change it. And yeah. and there were some writers who just were dead on and, you know, had mm-hmm. great stuff and others didn't quite get, you yeah. know, the Batman style we had. So we were Adam and I we changed our lines sometimes. In fact, actually we added extra things. We had a scene called the Chinese uh the the way the Siamese human knot that's what mm-hmm. it was Siamese human knot with uh Nora Clavicle was a villain that's Barbara Rush who's going to be here tonight Oh wow oh, that's great. amazing yeah. Yeah. and uh so Batman and Robin and Batgirl are all tied up in this human knot and the whole idea is that if you move the wrong way it tightens and oh. tightens until you <laughs> like a die. Chinese finger trap Exactly right, right. so we had just a couple lines. It was Batman said, Robin, if you bend to the left, I think I can move my right arm or something like that, <laughs> yeah. right? We went on. He said, Robin, if you can wiggle 
your left ear. And he, he's, <laughs> how can anybody wiggle their left ear, right? And I would answer that, you know, I'm turning to wiggle, but it's not wiggling in the right direction. And we're going on and on for about 35 or 40 seconds, which was only mm-hmm. supposed to be about five seconds. And all of a sudden, the director says, wait a minute, cut! What, what is this? It's not in the script! <laughs> you see what I mean? And then, then I'll tell you something else. There was another scene, quite a famous scene, where... Uh, Batman and Robin bring Batgirl into the Batcave. Now we have to give her a whiff of bat gas mm-hmm. before she comes in, so she won't recognize, you know, where the the, the Batcave is. And then, on, same on the way out, we have to kind of knock her out with some more bat gas. Yeah. So we had just finished the scene, and we're three of us are in the Batmobile. We've just given Batgirl a whiff of bat gas. Now she's knocked out, and there's just two lines, two lines that Adam and I have. And Robin says to Batman, "Gosh, Batman." Batgirl is very pretty. And Batman's supposed to say, I'm glad you noticed, Robin. It shows that you're growing up or something like that, right? Well, Adam, who didn't miss lines unless he wanted to, he (laughs) messed up 14 takes in a row. What? Now the director was under pressure. He knew, I call it stretching the elastic, how far you can push something before it breaks. Mm -hmm. He knew that that director was going to have to take the next take no matter what, period. I mean, it's just, you had to because he would never finish on time and he'd get fired and he'd never work again. Yeah. So anyway, what happened was this. Here for the 14th or 15th time, I say to Batman, I say, gosh, Batman, Batgirl is very pretty. And Batman, Adam, had the line, well, I'm glad you noticed, Robin. It shows the oncoming thrust of manhood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I had tears were coming out of my eyes. Nobody noticed. They didn't notice until next week when the censors came around. And boy, did they make life tough for Adam and I. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's incredible. That's that's amazing. Um, We uh, we. Absolutely love getting to chat with you. You're you're such an incredible talent, and you know. Well, thank you. You um, have excellent taste. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. And we're gonna we're, we're gonna keep watching your stuff. But before we let you go, yep. one quick thing. Sure. Uh, Mike, show them the uh, show them this thing that you brought here. This is the, check, check this is is going to be our centerpiece today. But we oh, didn't, wow. have a didn't have enough room for it. <laughs> How wow. cool is this? Yeah, it's, that is. You know, it, it, uh, there's a lot of Batmobiles, but not with a Batman and Robin figurine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Batmobile, yeah. right? Even yeah. parting Robin's hair is parted the same as mine. Now these people really know what they're they doing. They really know what's they really know what's going yeah, on. Which who cool. made this buddy boy? Oh, that's Funko. It's a, Funko? it's available now actually. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. really you, you cool. know they're they're getting more and more accurate. There are actually some figurines that are five and six hundred dollars that are so lifelike. I saw it and I thought it was really oh, yeah. a photo of me and wow. it wasn't. Please it was tell a me figurine. you yeah. get some of that money. Because I know I from get TV nothing. shows back then, you get none of that. I right? get the zero. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, no, I, it, that's that all right. hurts. It hurts me well, to hear you say y- that. Well, you know, look, it, it, I would love to, but it, it, it is yeah, a like very had, complicated, not not just ba- Adam and I, no, but yeah, like we all Walter, the actors. We had Walter it's very Koenig famous on the show. story how, yeah. how yeah. Uh, the, you know, there's an issue where studios basically take all of their they costs for the movies that fail and apply that to the ones right. that they make money yeah. on and say, well, you see, you know, we've sold three and a half billion dollars of Batman <laughs> merchandise, but there's no profit. Yeah. There's nothing to give you. And you know that's what I mean? Pre, is that pre-SAG? Uh, like Not pre-SAG, deal? but no, it's gone on until even recent yeah. years. But wow. now what's happening, our artists are saying, 
if you want to have merchandise of me, I want a piece of the gross mm-hmm. because there's no such yeah. thing as net You'll profits never see the in net. the movie industry. Yeah. No way. No way. Well, you are uh, an insane, insanely talented fella and yeah. such a nice guy. Uh, what is the name of the website? Uh, Gentle Giants? GentleGiantsDogFood.com. Mm-hmm. Because remember, we are saving the lives of dogs. This is my wife, Tracy, and my mm-hmm. charity. 23 years, 15,000 500 dogs rescued. Everyone found a safe, loving home. That's amazing. Home. So and now, a great cause. Yes, and we make yeah. a dog food called Gentle Giants that my wife and I take no money from, and our dogs are living up to 27 healthy, Man. active years. Wow. Two Unreal. and three times their normal lifespan. Mm-hmm. And and we have, people can call us for free help. We have our, our website, Gentle Giants Rescue, excuse me, GentleGiantsDogFood.com, and our Facebook page is Gentle Giants Dog Food and Products. But we answer everybody's you know who write in my wife Tracy is answering hundreds mm-hmm. of inquiries a day about how to feed your dog you know how how much gentle giants to feed your dog and now with Walmart we've just gone national we're oh, wow. in every oh, Walmart in the oh, United God. States congratulations yeah, yeah that's pretty big 1556 Shit. other super centers yeah. and uh, we're in thousands of other stores and and in fact because we take no money from this our dog food, which is all natural, actually retails for half the price of what you would oh pay in a pet so store for a natural food. Because yeah, so ours is all natural. Everyone can get it then. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, our motto is half the price and twice the life. <laughs> I love it. You're an <laughs> Thank incredible you so guy. Thank you so much Thank for being so here. Much. Thank you, citizens. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Golly gee, to the Batmobile. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Nighttime Show. You can always, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast and leave comments and share it. Uh, you can get Mike Black on all social media at Mike Black Attack. You can get uh, Matt Walker at Funny Matt. And, uh, or if you hate uh, Batman, then uh, you should go to uh, MattWalkerSucks.com and complain to him why you have problems with Batman, but that would make you an asshole. <laughs> uh, you can go to at uh, Stephen Glickman, S-T-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. We love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Nighttime Show podcast. More to come soon.